With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Wednesday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We've got a special episode today. We've got a special guest, Mr. Drew Fabianich, general manager of the Auburn Tigers. He also is what are you, director of scouting and development as well, Drew? Yes, yes. I mean, it's uh, it's all-encompassing. Um, you know, I, I handle pretty much everything, you know, but the coaching. Um, but I have, you know, a really, really good department that's been set up for, you know, for recruiting. Uh, Darren Usher and Steve Ruzik does, do a great job. I brought on Cole Brown, uh, Sam Beckenstein. Um, you know, Jared Walker was already here. Logan Meyer was already here. Um, it's, it's, it's a very good department, and it's growing every day, and I'd like it to grow every single day. We need more people, and we'll get more people eventually. Drew, you spent, what, 18-plus years with the Dallas Cowboys, 14 of which I think was a, a national scout. You come to Auburn in July. What's kind of your first thing when you arrive at Auburn? What, what's, what's your highest priority when you first get here? To figure out what everybody did. That was the biggest thing. I mean, you have to, you have to break everything down. You almost have to reverse engineer everything and find out what was, you know, what was working, what wasn't working. And quite honestly, they had a lot of good things working. Um, I just wanted to streamline the process, make it faster, um, get things done a heck of a lot quicker, get offers out faster. Um, again, notice I keep saying faster. Yes. Uh, I, I want to I wanted streamline, and these guys have done it. They, they've done a really good job of identifying players. I just wanted to make it. I just wanted to make it a cleaner process. That's all. Keith, you've got a you've got a good question for Drew. You were talking about before the show. Go ahead with with. Uh kind of what what he's looking for, right? Yeah, well, Drew, you have extensive, obviously, experience in the NFL, almost two decades, but also people don't that don't know you coached at the University of Tennessee as well. You have college experience. So you've scouted both guys at 22 years old and guys at 16 years old. What is the big difference? What What is – how and, and what is the challenge for you now to go back to scouting 16, 17-year-olds from when you were scouting in the NFL? Well, it, it goes back to just one word that I think is universal throughout. They've got to have traits. If they don't have traits to play, they can't play, regardless of how old you are or not. Um, the hardest part I'm having, and I'm being really, really blunt with y'all, yeah. I have a real tough time offering ninth graders. It just, oh. really, it, it just, I, I can't, I can't wrap my arms around a corner that's five, nine and a half, 148 pounds. And thinking that, mm, you know, maybe he's going to be six foot and he's going to be 185. Well, what if he's not? You know, that's the, that's the hardest part I have. And it's not it's not the projection of the player. It's the projection of the body type that I have a tough time with. You know, some guys are, I mean, you've seen the monsters that are 6'4 and they're, you know, 295 pounds already and they've got an 18 foot. And guess what? They're already big. I'm, I'm good with that. It's the skill position guys that look like they're still very young children right 
That's what scares me. And, I, and I'm still having a tough time getting my arms around it. I really but, am. That's good to hear because I have a tough time like even covering an offer like that. When I see it, when I look it up, and you know, as a kid in the class of 2026, my son's 12 years old. He's a class of 2028 kid, and I'm going, you know, guys two years older than him and getting offers from SEC schools. Well, I can I can see it when you've seen some of the monsters out there that are sure like, that are matured early and everything like that. I'm okay with that, but like you said, it's really difficult for me to wrap my arms around everything else. It really is. So I, I try not to. I try to wait it. You know, wait it out, and guess what? If, if I'm the, the tenth offer down the road, I'm okay with that. Right. You know, for that guy, because I'd rather be the first offer down the road for the monster. That's what I'd rather be, quite honestly. So, Drew, when you get here in July, are, are you looking? Are you looking more at the the system, the process in which the offers? Are you looking at talent evaluation on the roster? Are you looking at what the what this team needs, what this program needs? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and here's the thing. Um, my first project, I mean, I came up here to sign my contract. I actually took the laptop back with everything loaded in it from the spring, and he asked me to evaluate every single player on the roster. And by the time I got back, I had done that. You know, we moved, gosh, we moved in nine days. So I spent most of my evenings knocking that out, getting packed on, you know, in the mornings. And, you know, when I got here, I was ready to give the evaluation. And he asked me to do it in front of the entire coaching staff. I was like, you sure you don't want to do this offense defense? He's no. He was like, the offense needs to hear this. Defense needs to hear this on both sides. So, yeah, there's some needs. Um, you know, be blunt, there's uh, there's a whole class of junior offensive linemen that are missing. Um, you know, I don't know how that happened. Don't care how it happened. Just it needs to be rectified. needs to be fixed. Um, you know, but, yes, I, I spent time evaluating the roster. We also did it again. Uh, during fall camp in August, uh, I thought it was a great teaching uh, teaching tool for you know the younger scouts that are on you know that are on staff, and I, I traded positions like every three days with them. I, I didn't. I mean, I made them trade positions every three days to evaluate the players that are on the roster, and see if it kind of coincided with what, with what I saw and everybody else saw because you know sometimes groupthink is good, okay, especially on your own team. You know, I don't want groupthink all the time. Because, like we always said, there's an outlier somewhere out there that says, you know, hey, I like this guy a lot, you know, or, you know, I dislike this guy a lot. Yeah. And, you know, you have to ask the question, why? Not because, you know, the three other guys say, oh, I really like him. Well, find out why the guy doesn't like him. Find out why the one guy really does like him. And guess what? Go back and watch the tape and maybe maybe you find some holes in, you know, your, your quote, group think. So... I think that was what we did, and that, that's – I don't know if I answered your question or not. but Yes, there, sir. There, there are needs everywhere, and what I'm, what I'm trying to tell you guys is that I think that the way this is built now, the transfer portal, the way things, you know, go, I mean, if it doesn't go a kid's way, it's, it's deuces and I'm out. Well, you got to be prepared for that. And, you know, you may say, hey, uh, you know, I need four linebackers. Well, you may need six, you know, when it's all said and done. So you right. got to be prepared. You got to be prepared for everything, because this is free agency, just like in the NFL. But it's free agency without a contract, which is quite honestly a little messed up. I, I don't think that. I personally don't like the idea of it, but I mean it's part of the, it's part of the landscape now. So you have to deal with it. Gee. I think kids. Okay. I think kids need to learn how to actually fight through adversity, and they never have to anymore. So. And that's me being on soapbox. I'll get off now. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm up there with you. 
Drew, you've got this role now where you've got to wear many hats, and one of them is recruiting. And, and Jeffrey and I have talked to numerous high school players, high school coaches, other people who have influence in these kids' lives, and your name is one that keeps coming up over and over again, okay? Yeah. So, you know, what has that transition been like going from the NFL back to that recruiting side where you have to kind of be on at all times? I mean, you're, you know, you're – uh, your personality obviously is showing in this interview. You you you, you like to talk. You're engaging and all that <laughs> stuff. But what were the no, I mean, better than us? Uh, really, be so really so what have you enjoyed? That, have you enjoyed that aspect of it? And, and is that uh, you know that's that's it's a lot of work dealing with these kids at all times, isn't it? It, it is. But but I'm gonna tell you what I, I'm gonna tell you the same thing I tell them. I'm just me. Uh, I mean I'm gonna tell you exactly what I think, and I'm never gonna lie to you. And you know, I'm not a salesman. I, do, I just state the facts. That's all I do. And for me, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll tell you this too. I don't have social media. I mean, I don't, and never have. Don't want it. I know I'm probably going to have to eventually kind of bend a little bit, just because it's easier to access the kids that way. Uh, I never carried my phone with me ever when I was in the NFL. Never. I do now. Mm -hmm. I carry it with me all the time. You know, the only place I will not carry it. I will not take it out to practice. I refuse. That's just my old school upbringing with my dad and being a coach's kid and being a coach. I just don't believe in that. I believe in focusing at practice and getting what you need to get done in practice. And so am I enjoying it? I, mean, I enjoy the kids. I enjoy getting to know them. Do I enjoy the process? No, I don't. Because I'm, because I'm not a salesman. I'm just, I always tell them, I, I'm just me. And that's, that's what I'm trying to sell. I'm, I can develop you differently than than anybody else can in college football. And, and that was going to be my next question. What what are you selling right now? What do you personally like to sell to a kid? Well, I, I mean, I prefer to kind of keep that with me and the kids. But what I can tell them is there's probably not a question that they can ask me about the NFL that I can't answer. In 18 years, I should know exactly the answer. If I don't, I can make two calls or maybe one and find the answer out for you. So... That's and but everything else I'd kind of like to keep between me and the kids. To be quite honest with you, is that okay? Uh, of course. <laughs> you know, uh, Drew, all that experience in the NFL. But again, you did have that college experience. Mm -hmm. What what got you back to the colleges? What made you say, you know, it's time to to leave the Dallas Cowboys and leave the NFL and and go back to what I had done before? Or you know, work at a college. What what were some of the some of the reasons there? Because it's a you know, you had a great position, obviously, with a great organization. Well, the thing was, is, and and I've known Coach Harsons for a while. Now we weren't we weren't tight, but we've kind of admired from afar. You know, because I I met him down in Austin when I was living down in Austin. Um, you know, knew him through his whole career. You know, through Boise, through you know Texas, through you know Arkansas State, even. You know, because I, I worked for Larry Lacewell, and Larry Lacewell's a legend up at Arkansas State. You know, and he got to know Brian up there too. Um, the, the one thing that intrigued me about this whole thing is, and I'll be really blunt about this, I did exactly the same thing every single day for 14 years. And the only thing that changed was the players. And...
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I averaged 65 flights a year, 210 days a year in a hotel room. Mm. And I spent 18 years with the Cowboys, but I spent 13 and a half of it in a hotel room. Mm. Um, and again, I think when you get to where, you know, you're doing exactly the same thing that it gets to where you almost become robotic and you, you, you lose a little bit of motivation. Um, and it wasn't that I wasn't doing my job. It's just that, you know, I wasn't intrigued every single day. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you this thing here, this changes every 10 minutes. And it, <laughs> guess what? You got to deal with this. Okay. Fix it. Uh, you got to deal with this. Uh, fix it. Right. And I like that. It's, it's, it's a challenge. And I respect Brian Harson. He's a hell of a football coach. Um, you know, that, that's the other thing. You know, I, I respect what he does on the field and always have. So, Drew, you've been here for almost three months, you and your wife. Heather, how, how has the move to Auburn been? Had, had you been here before? I don't think it's been – I Jeff, I don't think it's been three months. I got here like July 30, like 28th or something, right before Big Cat. Oh. So I hadn't been here, but I don't think about 45, 46 days, something like that. I'm never Math has never been my strong suit, yeah. Drew. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, have I really been here three months? Well, well I did July, August, September, October. Um, but I, you got here. You've been here August. Just August and part of August and September. Yeah, about two about two months, about two and a half months. That's what I said, Drew. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I screwed, <laughs> I'm just I screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good at math either. Well, Drew, since you're not on the road anymore, I assume that when you transfer your Marriott points to a new friend, let's say. <laughs> No. Delta Sky Miles. No. <laughs> just asking, you know, just wondering here. Because trust me, we could go. We could probably go around the world on on those points and everything uh, else. I got I got Marriott points where we can stay for free for ten years. That's a hell of a lot of golf too. Yeah, uh, free flights too. Um, I've been I've been here, but I've never really spent a lot of time here. Um, coached against these guys here. Um, you know, has my wife enjoyed it? Yes, she likes the slower pace of it. Uh, she really enjoys the people. Um, I think I've told, I think I told you this, Jeff. I mean, when I talked to the people I talked to about this job, there were a lot of people I knew that had coached here and worked here and everything else. And every time I got off the phone, my wife would go, how'd it go? I said, good. I said, but you know what? I said, after I talked to like three out of the six, and then after I talked to four out of the six and five out of the six and six out of the six, I said, there's one word that keeps coming out of their mouth. And I went, she goes, what? And I go, they keep saying it's special. You know? And no, they didn't say family. They didn't say atmosphere. They said, this place is special. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I was like, that kind of sold me because everybody said it and they weren't solicited to. 
and they didn't know I was going to talk to each one of them. Hmm. So, you know, there, there are a couple of people that really sold me on this job that used to be here that are still around that I respect a great deal. And that's, that's the other reason I came here too. Drew, when you wake up every day and, and get to the office over there, what is your single biggest challenge right now in the here and the now? What, what is number one on your list? Catch up on 23 every single day. Okay. I want to get ahead of 23. I mean, you know, I know that everybody's saying, well, you know, you're behind. Well, the reason why we're behind is when they brought these guys here in June, you know, the collective wasn't up and running. That was and, mine. you know, and everybody else was saying, you know, the average NIL deal at our school is such and such. You know, guess what? They, these guys couldn't tell them anything because it wasn't up and going. So to say that you were behind the eight ball, you're behind the eight ball. You know, now we're not. These guys are doing a good job. The collective is, is rolling. They're getting money in every single day. Um, you know, but they, they're humping it. And guess what? They have to because if you don't get this to a certain point, you will be a have not because there's a lot of there's a lot of haves out there that are already there and you know who they are and put it this way i'll say it, texas is unlimited you know they've got all the money they want okay well that's what this place needs to do too you know it needs to get to a point where it's self-sustaining and you can keep rolling it because you know it's not about me it's not about you know coach it's not about anything other than auburn you know you got to build a foundation and the foundation starts with that because you got to support all these athletes. I mean, right. because it's important. I mean, because if you don't, somebody else will. So, on to victory. Then the Auburn NIL, um, yep. Brett Whiteside, Beth Burkett, done a fabulous job since taking over. I think back in the summer, I think they've raised ten of the thirty, and that was a month ago. Ten million of their goal of they want thirty million in three years. They've already got ten. They did so very quickly. Uh, all the reports I've heard and everything yeah. I've heard about those guys has been top notch. And I've known Brett since he was here as uh, director of player personnel under Gus Malzahn. So I know Brett and, and what he can do. Beth as well. She was fantastic for Auburn when she was a, a recruiting. Um, so they've done a fantastic job. I agree. And I mean, and, 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 and as long as they continue to do that, I mean, and just stay ahead of the curve, I mean, that's what we need. Because, again, if you have no foundation, you can't build a house. You just can't. So they're doing it. Now we just got to tie the the loose ends up and get this going. One of the things that I've said on a couple of the shows prior to this is um, the NIL, Auburn needs to be in a position where NIL is never the reason a kid chooses another school. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and that's what I mean. It it needs to get – and again, I'm just tossing numbers out because I've, I've talked to you know numbers people about it. You know, really, what you, you you need in there is about 35 million, and then it self sustains itself just like an endowment. And then you don't have to worry about continually raising money because I'm sure the people get tired of going, hey, you know, we need some, we need another million, we need another yeah. 500,000, we need another hundred thousand. I mean, you know, if you're a one-time donor, be a one-time donor, be a big donor, and you know, help these kids out. You know, because it's not just about football. It's about basketball. It's about baseball. It's about every single women's sports, non-revs. I mean, it's, it's about everything because you have to support everything. So they, They've got subscriptions now for yes. as low, I think, $34 a month. We, we've we've pinned it on our message board before. If you're, if you're listening and you haven't, go check out On to Victory. You can help out Auburn in a big way, even the smallest donation. Drew, your background in the NFL, how – 
much does that help you in the NIL game? Are there like valuations? I know at on three we have NIL valuations and just going off of. But does your background help you go? This kid's worth, or this kid's not no, worth, or no, okay. No, that's, not, that's not what I'm supposed to do, and and we don't we don't talk about that. Okay, uh, that's that's truly up to them. That's truly up to the collective. Yeah, that is okay. Well, that may, that's a good learning for me. Yes, truly up to them. And that, you know, again, do I know the value of players? Yeah, I know the value of players because there's certain players that are premier positions and everything else, and and you know. Those guys are the ones in the NIL that are that are making the most money. Guess what? Who's making the most money? Quarterbacks. Go figure. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's the same in the league. It's no different. So. Interesting. There you go. Yeah, I think Drew, we appreciate you coming on, man. That was awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you guys having me, and you know, hey, I, I just want I just want this program exposed the way it should be exposed, and some of, like I said, some of the things that are floated out there, you know, aren't true. You know, and it's it's nice to actually be able to voice, you know, some facts. And that's that's what I do. I voice facts. Just like how that's how I recruit. It's Drew, last up. thing, what is your what's your ultimate goal here at Auburn? Build a monster. Bottom line. You know, this place has everything you want. I mean, you, you see it every Saturday. I mean, fans are incredible, the city's incredible, you know, the school's incredible. You know, guess what? You get them here on campus, this place sells itself. It does. And the- and again, that's that's my job. Get them here on campus. Get them sold. Right. Play on an equal. Hey, I got an equal playing field. It's really not because this place is special. So that's that's what I'm trying to do. And I make it real simple. You know, people even ask my wife that. You know, so what's he going to do? She said, "Build a monster." Yeah. So, hmm. so I'm trying Drew, to. Drew, thank you so much for joining us, man. Maybe uh, hopefully you come back and check in with us every once in a while. We're Definitely appreciate it. Love the insight into the program, what the goals are. Um, the, the, your new role, I, th- I think, is fantastic for Auburn. I think it's going to be fantastic in the long run. It's already making impacts. As Keith said, I, I've heard your name just as much as I have a, a lot of guys' names, so I know how involved you are. And, and as Keith said, you wear a lot of different hats. And Looking forward to seeing uh, the the impact and effect you have on uh, on Auburn in this program. But uh, we, we appreciate you joining us, Drew. Really do, man. Welcome to Auburn. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, thanks thanks again. Hey, everybody. Thanks for – yes, sir. Thanks for listening, everybody, man. Y'all uh, stay out of the left lane. See you. I want to give a uh, big hat back to Caleb Schofield, our sponsor for the show, Caleb Schofield from Mike Patton Auto. If you're looking for a new or used vehicle – and anywhere in the country because he delivers. Give Caleb Schofield a call, 334-531-0966. There in LaGrange, Georgia, he sells new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and even Hondas. Got a, got a fantastic used car vehicle lot. And everything comes with a warranty. All used cars pass a multi-point inspection before they get them off the lot, and they back those used cars with a free three-month, 3,000-mile warranty. The new cars are even better. It comes with a free lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. Big deal there for all your new cars. Not in the market. Know somebody who is? Caleb will give you $300 for the referral. Give Caleb a call, 334-531-0966. We appreciate Caleb's support of the show. We have- Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.